Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing John Mendez. John is a podcast host, social media guru, realtor, investor, and serial entrepreneur, eager to share his valuable insights with future entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and innovators of the world. Welcome, John. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, Christina. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you and uh, honored to just be here on your, on your podcast with you. Well, thank you. Well, I am very curious about what our two most important days are. But before we get to that, can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Yeah. So, um, you know, I had a little bit more uh, stuff in my bio, but my tagline nowadays, I'm the host of the Walk to Wealth podcast, right? I've been getting a lot more clarity as to what I really want to do and be known for. Uh, but I also have, a, my, I'm a licensed realtor. I, I've taught, you know, tons of like social media classes to hundreds of realtors as well. So I ended up starting up my social media marketing agency. As I said, I'm going all in, especially entering this new year. We've grown the podcast. So I'm a podcast host for now. Keep it simple. I love it. <laughs> okay. So what, what are our two most important days? So before we get into the nitty gritty, I'll just give you the simple answer, right? The simple sure. answer is... The two most important days, the first one being is the day that we're born. The second one being the day we found out why. Hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, let's dive deeper. Where do we need to go? All right. So, right. The day we find out why everyone's born, right? If you're hearing this, you're, you've been born, right? So the first day is not, as important. So. And, and not, that it's not as important, but <laughs> you don't have to spend as much time, you know, clarifying that part. But day number two, right? The day we find out why most people live their lives and they never get this answer. They never yeah. live out to see the second day. They might live to be 90 years old, 100 years old, but they'll never live to see day two, right? The day we find out why. And a lot of people nowadays, it's, you know, you, you, you're born, you're a little baby, and then you grow up a little bit, and then you get thrown into school. From there, that's when you get thrown onto the conveyor belt of life, right? Yeah. And you just go on the conveyor belt, you know, cruising along, and then you might likely, most likely might go to secondary school or university or some type of, you know, uh, maybe maybe a trade school, but most likely the university route. And then you get thrown into a job, and you stay there until your 60s, and hopefully you have enough safe for retirement, right? And yeah. And you retire and you kind of go, you know, drink Mai Tais on, on the beach and, and you pass away, you know, some uh, years later. And that is the conveyor belt of life that most people are on. And that life is a, a very safe life. It's uh, very mundane, very, you know, there's not too many experiences that you experience. But then again, there's not too much, you know, uh, negativity that you might experience. You might not face, you know, uh, you know, mass bankruptcy or having tons of loans in your name. Or taking a risk like moving across the country or to another country. Very simple life for the most part. Yeah. And uh, that ends up leading a lot of people to getting to like this point in some people who call it the midlife crisis where you realize like, what else? Like there's this void that I haven't been filling. There's this hole, this emptiness that I feel inside. I feel like there's more. And most people, you know, uh, they see the phone ringing and they don't pick it up. Because it's like, it's hard, right? Because when you pick up the phone, when you pick up that call, then you become aware of it. Mm -hmm. And when you become aware, you become responsible because now you know, right? It's easier yeah. to live your life on a conveyor belt because when you're on the conveyor belt, you don't know. It's it's 
it's easy. Ignorance is bliss, right? Mm-hmm. And then once, you know, it's that Spider-Man quote, once you pick up the call, right, with great power comes great responsibility. Now it's either you're going to have to act or you're going to have to act as if you've never seen it. But now it's it's different. Before, before it was because you never knew. But now you know and you're choosing to act as if you uh, act as if you don't so now it's 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 more than just you know being on a conveyor belt now it's you choosing to be on a conveyor belt which is a whole nother choice it's a lot easier so that's pretty much like um that kind of the idea behind you know the two most important days in your life and you know there's this concept called ikigai i'm not sure if you heard of it Mm -hmm. are you familiar with it at all yes but please share for our listeners yeah so for anyone that doesn't really know what ikigai is it stands for your reason for being and this is just something that I found very recently. As I said, I, you know, I'm doing some social media stuff and some real estate stuff, and I got a side job that I'm still doing. And it's like, you know, I've been doing all these different things and trying to grow all of them at the same time and haven't been experiencing any growth in any of them, right? Because you, know, you could be a mile wide, an inch deep, or you could be an inch wide, mile deep, right? Because right? what you focus on expands. And if your focus diluted across everything, you know, it's it kind of hard to grow a little bit. So yeah. for me, I kind of use the icky guy and a couple other things that I've learned with finding your purpose. And essentially it's, you know, what we love to do, like what would we do if we were never ever to see, you know, a penny from, um, you know, what the world needs, whether that's, you know, maybe fighting the obesity crisis or maybe climate control or maybe, you know, financial literacy, whatever it may be that, you know, comes to mind for you. Um, then the third is what can we be rewarded for? Right. Because as much as, you know, we like to help and serve others and, you know, do charity work, we do also have to feed for ourselves. And if you have a family, a family as well. And if you have yeah. bills, which I'm sure most of us all do, yep. and they still somehow have to get paid. And then the last thing is really, you know, what are you good at? Or what I like to say, what do you have the aptitude to be good at? Right. Because especially if you're um, earlier on in your journey, right. Uh, you might not have um, have developed skills as much. Like, let's say you're a high schooler, right? You might have not developed really any skill much yet at that age, right? Yeah. You may have some natural talents, but you haven't really developed anything um, to its fullest potential usually at that point unless you have, you know, training and you were put into something early on. And so it's like once you find that kind of intersection between those four things, that helps lead you to find, you know, that that experience, that, that second day, right? The day we find that one. Yeah. It may change, it may not, but it's like when you find the intersection of those four things, which is relatively really hard to do already with yourself, and you're definitely on the right track. Nice, yeah. So, yeah, and I love how you mentioned, um, you know, once we find out, we know, and it's, you know, do we choose to stay on the conveyor belt? Or it almost sounds like, what is it, the red pill versus the blue pill? <laughs> yeah, essentially, kind of. It's like a, the, the term I heard for it, uh, um, this guy once said, it's willfully blind, right? Yeah, you're, you're willfully being, being blind. You're willfully choosing not to see, to look the other way, because once you already seen it, it's there, right? But like you're intentionally saying, uh, "I'm not going to. I'm going to put the phone back down. Maybe I shouldn't have picked up the phone." Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's too late. You already picked it up. You already <laughs> picked it up." And there's like, you know, men in uh, the movie Men in Black, they have that yep. little thing where you like you click and then your memory's erased. Yep, like, there isn't that in real life, right? <laughs> you can't just click and you erase it. It's like you, you still, no matter how much you. Or how hard you try to act as if you didn't see it's always there. Yeah. Okay. So let's say we get that call. I love that metaphor, right? We we get the call. Um, and I know sometimes that with that comes a lot of fear. What do you recommend we do so that we don't go back on the conveyor belt? Feel the fear and do it anyways. Right? Yeah. That's the the only advice you could do, right? Um Confidence is not, you know, acting as if the fear isn't there, acting as if, if you're someone that you're not. It's it's feeling the fear and, and doing it anyways. Yeah. And the, you know, um, 
I don't know too much in terms of like the, the prefixes and the suffixes when it comes to word and like the, the origins of words, but the word confidence, right? Uh, con in, Esp- in Spanish means with, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's a Latin root, but con means with. And then uh, fidence or fiencia uh, means trust. So it's like, how much trust do you have with yourself, right? To get whatever has to be done, that you're going to act on your word, that you're going to see things through, that you're going to carry it, carry it out, right? Because if, you know, you have a lot of confidence, you have a lot of trust in yourself. It's not about not being scared. It's not about, about being, you know, uh, acting as if the fear isn't there, being, yeah. you know, um, trying to put on a bravado or something to make you seem like, you know, you don't care. It's, it's you do, but despite the fear being there, despite the monster being present, right? Um, do you trust yourself enough, you know, to handle that situation and get through to the other side? Yeah. Oh, I love that with trust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. So yeah. So I, and I love that. It's, it's, um, I know I've, I hear people say I'm going to be fearless. I'm like, that's not possible. <laughs> Instead, yeah. right? Let's be courageous, right? Because we are going to feel fear, and it's it's a normal part of the process. And instead, we need to do it anyway. So, awesome yeah. advice. And then, then, what do we do next? Where do we go from here? So, I'd say once you find your icky guy, right? Once you find, you know, uh, you you see the fear, then the next step is 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 discipline, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, all right, that exercise right there, and you can get a little bit deeper. And you probably honestly spend a whole entire day, maybe longer, yeah. on each circle, right? Trying to figure it out. You probably, you know, it might take you a long time, like really getting clear. Because not only do you have to find what's in each circle, then you have to find one that connects from the first circle to the second, and then mm-hmm. from the first two to the third, and then from the first three to the final one, and, you know, all intersect. So that's pretty hard, you know, within itself. It might take some time. Yeah. Pardon me. Uh, but um, after you do that, then the next thing is building discipline. And that's with small yes. little things, right? <laughs> because motivation is overrated. Mm-hmm. Motivation will will leave you in a heartbeat when you need it the most. Mm-hmm. Motivation will be gone as soon as you have your a dark day and you, you know, you slip up and, uh, you know, it'll leave you like nobody's business, right? Yeah. Like it was never there in the first place. So it's extremely important to build up, you know, discipline. And that could start from little things, right? It's, you know, having that discipline more so about, you know, can you hold yourself to your own word? Mm. If you set a goal, if whatever it is, it's like, oh, I want to wake up five minutes earlier today. That next day, did you wake up five minutes earlier? Because if not, your body is not dumb, right? Your body, your mind is not dumb. It's going to realize like, hey, I'm not a person that upholds my word. And that's going to become your identity. And if you know uh, about the reticular activating system, which I'm sure you do, right? It's like it, the way it works, it's, it's like a, I like to call it like a heat-seeking missile. If you, <laughs> yeah. it, like once you identify something, it's going to find, it's going to actively search out for all the pieces of evidence that support your identity. Yep. So if your identity is becoming someone that can't trust themselves, that you can't, you know, hold up their own word, that's all you're going to see. Your brain is going to give you more and more fuel to make that identity, to prove that identity right. Yeah. Which is also why people talk about like manifesting and visualizing and stuff like that. Cause your brain can't tell the difference. Right. Yeah. And so it's going to act, it's going to look for the evidence to support that identity and whether that's good or whether that's bad, that's entirely up to you. It's a double-edged sword. It sucks, but it's also great at the same time because it puts the ball back in your court. Yeah. And so starting with little things, maybe, you know, uh, journaling once a day, but like things that's so small that are so small that, 
you could do it without putting too much thought into it, right? Because it's not the goal that you're searching for. It's the little habits, right? Mm -hmm. How many of these little habits can I build up and stack um, so that I can become the person that I need to become? And not being, you know, so focused on the outcome, just being more so focused on the habits and um, habit driven because the results, let's say, let's say you're a salesperson, right? And you make a hundred phone calls and roughly it takes, you know, a hundred phone calls to get 20 people on the phone, to get five actual appointments, to get one actual buyer or or seller or whatever, right? Let's say one day you make a hundred calls and no one picks up. Well, if you were focused on the goal, you would think that, you know, you failed, you would had a bad day, but it's about the habit because yeah. the next day, right. You say, okay, I'm gonna do a hundred calls again. And that day, everyone that you call picks up the phone, right. It feels like you got the Midas touch. So being more focused on like the habits, I think is definitely um, a very important part in building so that you could build that discipline to take that now clarity and vision that you have um, into more than just the vision into actual doing. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. It's so we set our set our goals, create those routines and those habits around them, and then essentially work the routine, you know, work the habits. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, oh, there was something else you said too that just you're just full of wisdom. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else do we need to know about this? I'd say the next thing from there, right? You start building up some discipline, you start putting things into action. Um, definitely get yourself um a circle of people and it's so cliche everyone talks about it but it's it's very it's so important. important because and i think everyone experiences this once you get into entrepreneurship but it's like no one supports you like strangers yeah it's it's in a different level of support it's like you know they genuinely have all the, the purest intentions and they genuinely want to see you succeed they don't have any you know anything to gain from supporting you. They just want to support because they enjoy what you do. So it's like, find those people that are, are kind of doing what you're doing. Because like, as you start, you know, getting more into your purpose and um, the thing that sucks about it is that you'll start separating yourself from those that are on the conveyor belt. Yeah. And it sucks because uh, I literally just before watching this, I was on Instagram for a little bit uh, while I was eating lunch and I was watching, um, I only follow like entrepreneurs. So I have this thing called a dream 100. So it's like mm-hmm. the top 100 people that I want on my show. Mm. I followed all of them and like I favorited them on IG. So when I go down my feed, it's all like entrepreneur stuff. Uh, so Alex Harmozy, he um, was talking about how he hates coming back home for Christmas because the person that people remember him, that how he used to be, yeah, they haven't detached that memory of him to who he is now. So there's this big disparity between the Alex they knew and the Alex who he is now. So that when he goes home, it's like he he doesn't feel as if like he, you know, he doesn't have a, a easy time going back because it's like, I'm a different person. Yeah. And you'll start to grow out of some people and being okay with that because you're, it's, it's, you're on track for something grander than what you could ever imagine. Right. Especially once you really start getting in your thing and it's like, um, do you cut off the entire world? No, but you become a little more okay with like, Hey, like, you know, this is where my life is headed and this is where I need it to go. If I want to keep on living out, you know what I'm doing, can you still enjoy time with your friends and family? Of course, but know what you're there for and know that, um, if they're not doing what exactly what you want to do, you can't divert all your resources and attention to them. Not because they're bad people. just because eventually you'll get thrown off course, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. Well, and I know too, um, when we tend to evolve and change that can strike fear in others. And so they 
could potentially lash out because they they want you to stay on the conveyor belt with them. Yeah, it's it's safer. Yeah, as I said, but then you have to ask yourself. And I was talking to somebody else about this. You know, what is safe? What is safety? Right, we're in this time where you know Meta just dropped like fifty ten thousand employees. Twitter mm-hmm. dropped like a bunch of half their employee their staff. And back you know back when I buying because I'm in also it just so happened to be in real estate space. Back when I buying was a thing. Zillow lost a quarter of their freaking of all their employees wow. in a quarter. Right, a quarter of their employees in a quarter. And close to 250 million. Like, what is safe? Is that nine to five that you clock in on, you know, in and out of every single day? Is that conveyor belt lifestyle really safe if your hands are, you know, um, if your life, your destiny, your everything is at the hands of, you know, at the mercy of someone else's someone hands? Else, yeah. Or is it like, do I want to take a, a bit of a harder road and put it in my own hands? And I may not be as stable, but better that and have the, the, you know, the, the knowing that wherever you are is your responsibility. So if it's great, it's great. And that's you. But if it's bad, it's bad. And that's also you. That's you. There's no one else to (laughs) blame. Right. So it's kind of a double edged sword, but it's a a sword that should be picked up or at least tried to be picked up. Right. Because if you can't be an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship is definitely something that you, you might find very valuable. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I can hear too, um, it takes a lot of patience right along with yeah. that discipline. Definitely. And I can speak for that because I'm relatively young. Uh, mm-hmm. So for anyone that doesn't know, I'm 21. So it's like, uh, <laughs> and I also grew up in a day and age of social media. I, I wasn't the most active on social media, but I grew up with it nevertheless. And so uh, I'm, I have a very high pace, fast pace way of just operating, yes. right? I want to go. Um, Let's do it now. <laughs> for people that know about personality styles a little bit, like I'm a type A kind of person yep. a little bit. I'm also very talkative as well, but like I'm very, you know, I, I like going at high speed. So I told you before we listened to the, uh, we started this recording that I listen to podcasts and mm-hmm. double speed and stuff like that. Cause it's, it's like, I, my brain is just on go yes. all the time. Let's go it's faster. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I that, <laughs> yeah. That attached with, you know, combined with ego, mm-hmm. uh, definitely was a little bit of a drawback a little bit because for example, I didn't realize until probably like this month that we're recording that the podcast is my main focus, what I really wanted to focus on and grow. And so I was in real estate trying to go that. And I'm, you know, I'm realizing like, Hey, you know, I'm not hitting my goals. I'm not, you know, selling houses. I thought first year, you know, I come in top producer selling houses left and right. You know, I'm mm-hmm. top agent rookie of the year. And it, it didn't end up playing like that at all. And I should have realized sooner that the podcast is what I should have focused on, mm-hmm. but I had my ego attached to the fact that like, no, I have mm-hmm. to, I have to, you know, I already got myself into this. I have to move forward with it because I already started type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, you, you got to know when to quit sometimes. Right. Yeah. And it's not quitting because it's hard. It's, it's quitting because it's not in alignment. Right. Winners yes. quit more than quitters quit. Winners just know what to quit at, which yeah. sounds kind of weird at first, but like you do, you don't see anyone that's very successful still doing the day-to-day stuff, right? Because they have to quit some of the stuff. They have to let that some of that go. They have to leverage. They have to, you know, yeah. in order to scale and reach the levels that they're at now. So it's not about quitting because it gets hard, but more so quitting because um, you gain more clarity, you gain more direction, more focus, and knowing what you want to put your focus into and where your time is best spent is something that's super important as well. Yeah. Well, and I also love that you mentioned, so of course, you know, being aware of who you surround yourself with, but you also curate your social media feed so that you have, um, for lack of a better term, um, what you're consuming every day 
is mm-hmm. helping you towards your goals as well. So I don't yeah. what, like no bad news, like focused on how you can improve yourself, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. My mental diet is, yes, is, mental diet, is I love amazing. That. <laughs> yeah, my mental diet, I, I try to make it as amazing as possible. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm mindlessly scrolling, at least I have like people, as I said, like, you know, Alex Armosi and, you know, uh, like the David Goggins and Eric Thomas and uh, who else is a big name? Like, you know, people that are, you know, doing well for themselves and trying to Tony Robbins, people like that. I love Joe Rogan. Um, You know, he mm-hmm. passed away, but not Joe Rogan. I'm sorry. Um, What's his name? He was Tony Robbins' uh, mentor. I, I, his name is slipping my oh, mind. Oh, he's had he, several. Like, he yeah, has, uh, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. Jim, yeah. Jim Rohn. I said Joe Rogan. Sorry about that. And I got the initials <laughs> mixed up. Uh, but Jim Rohn, like, um, he passed away. But he, people like that, it's like, I spent a lot of time listening because they're so knowledgeable. And there's a quote I love. Um, you said I'm, I'm very wise. It's uh, And this quote is kind of, I guess, my answer to that. It's uh, the only reason I see further than most is because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, right? I love it's that It's not one. me. I just happen to have a lot of smart people that I that I'm connected to that say things a lot smarter than I am, and I just kind of aggregate that information yeah. a little bit. But it's it's not me at all. It's a it's a, all the people I've been blessed and fortunate to have in my life. Oh yeah. But what's wise about it is that you actively seek it out and you consume it, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's not. Um, you know, something that you just went in passing and you just happened upon it. You're actually, you know, surrounding yourself, which I love that you say mental diet, because that yeah. is important. It affects our emotions, which affects our thoughts. And then, you know, vice versa. Like you said, the, the reticular activating system helps keep us focused. Um, yeah. And, and I love it. You know, we, we choose our thoughts. So that's Definitely. awesome. Okay. I, I know. Another- oh, go ahead. Now I gotta say another uh, another quick thing too. It's like mm-hmm. um, uh, keeping an open mind is very, especially while Absolutely. we're on the topic of purpose. And, and I don't want to go too much into a tangent, but it's like if you act as if you know everything, right? You'll be a lot more closed off to things that new opportunities, new experiences. And um, there's this one little story uh, I'll leave you with, and it talks about uh, Socrates, and he went around the city asking, you know, who's the wisest man? And everyone was like. You know, I, I forget how exactly the story goes. Long story short, I came across somebody that says, um, Socrates, you are. You you are the wise man. And he was like, you know, how could I be the wisest man? I know nothing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, having that open mind, you know, and constantly being in search of, you know, the information and better information and, you know, further developing yourself and not letting your ego yeah. kick in is super important along this journey of, you know, trying to figure out what your purpose is and, you know, why we were put here, to, you know, all these big grandiose kind of questions that we don't, you normally don't spend any time thinking about having that open mind is super yeah. crucial. Oh, huge. Yeah. Um, what was it? I can't even remember, but I, I have found who said it first. Um, but it's uh, the more that you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so what can you share a little bit about your products and or services? I know you mentioned the podcast, but tell us a little bit more. Yeah. So um, my podcast is called Walk to Wealth. So if you're interested in starting your walk to wealth, regardless of whether, you know, when you're starting, it's never too late to start, right? The KFC founder started when he was like in his 60s or something like that. So it's never too late to start your walk to wealth, right? And it's pretty much about, you know, personal finance, entrepreneurship, you know, real estate and mindset for the most part. 
and I, I created for anyone that wants to try to you know get off that conveyor belt a little bit and get into entrepreneurship, uh, a training guide, a beginner's guide to entrepreneurship, which uh, me and one of my other uh, guests that hopped on the show kind of came together and created. So uh, I make sure to make sure that you have the link so you can pass it on. Awesome. And um, stay on the lookout for a virtual summit that I'm doing in March. Ooh, nice. Okay. What is your final piece of advice? My final piece of advice is that your purpose, your you know, your mission, your why, your big thing isn't something that you could find passively. Mm-hmm. If you're not in certain, one of the biggest problems that you know we all face is that there's opportunities everywhere, but because we're not aware, we don't see them in front of us. Yeah. And so it's like your your passion, your purpose, your mission, whatever you want to call it, could be you know right at your doorstep, smacking you in the face, and you would never realize because you're not aware enough. You're not you know you don't know enough to realize that that's exactly what it is. And yeah. Or you're not still enough or quiet enough to hear that the phone is ringing, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's usually a lot closer than you think. Um, just spend some time, you know, trying to reflect and don't think about, you know, what people are going to say. Like, for example, like I was in real estate, social media, and now I'm in a podcast all within the same year. Like, of course, people are going to think like, hey, John, another thing? Like, But it's <laughs> like, don't worry about, you know, what other people think. Take some time to reflect and, yeah. you know, if it means doing a complete 180, so be it right you know be be confident that you know have that trust within yourself that it'll all plan out so i think that'll be my final words oh i love it well and i like to think about you're just rapidly evolving right exactly (laughs) awesome oh thank you so much for joining us today john thank you for the opportunity it was a pleasure if you'd like to learn more about john visit his website at walktowealth.com For the gift he mentioned, go to bit.ly forward slash walk to wealth gift. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit ChristinaEans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.